Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast that rocked the podcast that actually has no better name options that I can think of. This is a monthly podcast talking about music in long form, but also about anything else we can think of just because it's more of a casual time for friends to get together and talk about good, positive things, terrible, negative things and whatever else that comes to our heads. With me today are two totally different guests than last time. See, I'm already stuttering on my own podcast. First, <laughs> let's introduce Mark, a.k.a. Spectre Pulse. Mark, would you please go ahead? Sure. Uh, my name is Mark Grondon. I'm the host of Spectrum Pulse. I talk about music, movies, art, and culture. I'm a YouTube music critic. I typically spend a little bit time outside the world of rock, especially recently, it seems like. Um, and I also have a weekly series called Billboard Breakdown, where I go into the rampant insanity that is the Billboard Hot 100, where there is no rock whatsoever, unless you can't imagine Dragons is rock, and I don't. No. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Not even slightly. Imagine oh. Dragons doesn't count it as rock. <laughs> <laughs> the sad fact is that you're right there. That just makes me very, very sad. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. And Crash, why don't you go ahead? Um, hey, I'm Crash Thompson, uh, and I host The Rock Critic over on YouTube. Uh, I, um, like, as the name implies, my name, is, uh, my name is, my channel is, see, I'm stuttering too, Luke. You got me doing it too. There's just no My hope. name is... Oh, oh god but um yeah no i host the rock critic on youtube um i usually do uh reviews on any rock releases that happen to find their way out the door um as well as uh shows on classic rocks some other stuff here and there i'm actually working on a video right now on my i love this song series uh on blues travelers 1994 hit hook so i kind of cover basically anything and everything rock classic modern uh, the good, the bad, the ugly. Uh, and you just described old... Weezer's career. <laughs> oh, but dumb Tish. Oh, yeah. don't get, uh, don't don't get me started on Weezer. I have a bad habit of talking too much about Fair Weezer. Enough. <laughs> Fair enough. So I've been, just... or so I've been told. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. So just in general, we this podcast is mostly going to be talking about music, whatever else we can think of. Hopefully you guys aren't stuck in the wind tunnel that is the Central America right now. Uh, we oh. have over 30 mile per hour gusts blowing Dude, people away. So I'm here. I'm here in Indianapolis, and it sounds like it sounds like the beginning of a Stephen King novel. I am half, right. I am half expecting like the Ghoulies or something to start hopping it's out. Like, of the it's like a Disney Halloween made for TV movie that's going on outside right now. Oh yeah, that's a perfect description of it. Mark, oh. what the heck? Are you not getting any of this? I am getting all of this, but at the same time, I'm on the other side of the Great Lakes, and yeah, uh, we're kind of insulated from that. Uh, you, okay. you lucky lake-affected bastard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how dare you live geographically convenient to the lakes. <laughs> mm, great. Just to talk about some things that are going on in current music news, we'll start a little more lightheartedly. We got some cool announcements coming up. I know both of you listen to this band, Baroness. They just announced today mm. that they have an album coming out in June, and they released the first single, Borderlines, today. Thank the God. Album uh, exactly. Yeah. No, no kidding. No kidding. We needed something to look forward to. Yeah. In a pretty bleak genre. And um, the album cover colors are gold and gray. It's going to be another double album like Yellow and Green was back in 2012, 2013. Mm. And we got the first single, like I just said, Borderlines. I'll put a link to it in the YouTube card in the description. Have you guys heard it yet? I have. I think it's pretty banger. I, I like yep. it so far. I Mark, have not. I just have not had a chance to get around to it. I've. 
I've heard good things, but yes. I gotta be honest, my timeline kind of went crazy over new schoolboy Q. So oh, <laughs> Yes, yeah. I saw that too. So yeah, so there's a lot of cool stuff going on with that. With Baroness, I really dig it too. It's six yeah. minutes. It's man, it has that Baroness feel. The new the new guitarist, she fits in like a glove. Yeah. She adds her vocals to it also. It is everything Baroness needs and then some. So that's one great positive thing we could talk about on yeah. the metal side that's coming up because that Tool album is probably never gonna come. See, oh, damn it. I I want to believe. You. I, I want know, to I believe. Know. Oh. I know Mark was right, but we, we've had so much silence and then a picture of all the guys in the studio with big smiles on their faces and yeah. nothing else. And yeah. that's the only glimpse we get. It's like, okay, so is recording done? Does that mean someone else mixes it and not Tool, so that way we can actually get it on a timeline? Uh, the the last I heard about the Tool album is that it's in at least the somewhat final stages of mixing. Like okay. Maynard, Maynard has his vocals down. The band is mostly settled on their instruments. They're just in the studio hashing process. They're mostly in the mixing phases. Right. Though that doesn't mean anything, Tool is also a band notorious for taking entire albums and just saying, no, nah, we don't like it, fuck nah. it, bye, yeah. bye, flush it. So, I nah. don't know, Whatever. Just, yeah. It, yeah, I just... Tool I, is going on tour, They're, they've gone on a small arena tour after Welcome to Rockville uh, through the Midwest and a few other cities, so it's yes. promising that way that they're at least going to be doing a more touring this spring. You know, if nothing else, that's definitely a positive. If if they're just going to sit on ass with this new album for so bloody long, the least they can do is throw a couple of shows at us. That's at least something. Okay, yeah, so you have to ask ahead. the question whether or not they're actually going to manage to put stuff along the line of the show. They might use it to try out new songs, because I know A Perfect Circle did some of that, didn't they? Yes, they yes, did. They did. It worked really, really well, too. Like yes, the, the first song, The Doomed, came mm -hmm. out at least five, six months before the album. Mm-hmm. So and you never know. Exactly. I, yeah, exactly. you know what? <clears throat> Especially with Tool. To, if that's what it breaks down to, that's fine because the product of the material was worth it in my opinion. However, we still have no new information and yeah. we're in the same state and every joke and meme we've seen about Tool is it, the exact still same. Still true. It, it, yeah. 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 It, it's get it's really getting to be the Duke Nukem forever of rock music at this point. Yeah. It's just we've been it better waiting not on turn it. out like it better not turn out like the final product. Uh, yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm thinking I'm thinking it'll be better than that. Then again, most things are. Yeah. But, but at the same time, it's just oh, like what else can we say? But is it coming out at this point? Just. I think the biggest issue is that it will never live up to any expectations. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I, we, that is part of it, too. Like, with no, not even a second of new material to judge and base it on, I don't think it'll live up to the expectations either. My personal opinion, Lateralis is the best. But at the same time, you can still make a great album and not have to be better than Lateralis. Yeah, I mean, and plus, again, it's the whole, well, the buildup has been building for so, so, so bloody long. Nothing, yeah. short of an nothing short of an album that causes world peace is going to live up to whatever, to the expectations we've built for it. So, and let's be honest, a lot of fans are going to step onto the stage, and even if it's not the greatest thing ever, they will say it's the greatest thing ever simply because they it has been so long. Oh, oh yeah! Oh yeah! yeah. Stockholm yeah. syndrome. That is basically it's basically Stockholm syndrome at this point. That first weekend. <laughs> I mean, I just predicted now that first weekend when the album finally does come, every form of social media will be nothing 
but no, that. Nothing but tool. Just It'll be nothing but new tool. memes, new links, new everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, hey, you know what? At least we'll get it. At least then we'll have something. And what, if they only, of, what if they only choose to put out a greatest hit CD with like two new songs? It's just, oh. it's, it's just like a live cover, like their live album, and that's it. Oh, oh, that would hurt. Just thinking Maynard about is, that hurts hey, my soul. Maynard oh. is a troll. Let's be honest here. That would that would be something a, he would do. That would be a very Maynard <laughs> thing to do. I agree. I Here's agree. Our, I should... yeah, acoustic album, acoustic live album, and just like one new song. <laughs> oh. oh. Uh, and I don't think even he could survive that much hate. I think even the Tool fans were like, "Okay, you know what? Where do you live in Arizona? <laughs> we're, we're burning. Coming to, we're coming burning the vineyard. We're, we're coming, coming for down the vineyard. vineyard. <laughs> we're coming for the vineyard, you bastard! Let's see you get drunk on your crap wine now. I've never had his wine. I don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, oh, yeah. so Tool. Let's. So we have Baroness Tool. Hopefully, 2019 mm-hmm. is shaping up. There's a lot of other new stuff coming out. I mean, oh yeah, every band you can think of almost is coming oh, out. Oh, it's, to be fair, I haven't seen a lot of real turds get released thus far this year. At least I haven't. Yes, yeah, same here. It, it's yeah. been. It hasn't been an explosive year just yet, but there yeah. hasn't been so much. There hasn't been quite. It wasn't quite the stank year we had last year, where you know it started out with mania. And then it felt like every, and then like every other month, it felt like there was another, oh God, why album? Every, every other month we had more beep boop and we had yeah. even more reasons to like really give up on a lot of bands that we used to love. Yeah. See that, oh, 2018 was just unbelievably bad as far as that goes. Thankfully, yeah. thankfully 2019 is shaping up not to be more as, potential. Yeah. Much more potential, but uh, hey, I don't know. Most things are better than 2018 was last year. At least as far as the yeah, at least as far as most rock releases were related. I agree. Oh. Only only way to go is up. I mean, you yes. can't possibly dig yourself out of that hole and make it deeper. So but let's be fair here. There's been disappointments in 2019 here too. That yes, but. I don't Gosh. think it, I, I feel like it hasn't been that catastrophic of disappointment so far. Okay, yeah. my expectations with the, with him temptation album were maybe too high, but okay, that's yeah, yeah okay, that's, that's a thing. See, I liked it fine, but I admit with him temptation, you are a way bigger fan than I. I mean, I like the band too. So. Yeah, I I didn't have it. I didn't have any major qualms with the new with him temptation, but I'm not as dyed in the wool as right. them as as like Mark is. Mm-hmm. I like that. I've only heard like eh, like three three or four albums here and there in passing. Yeah, and you know it was it was okay. It was, but to be, yeah. but to be fair, Crash, you had to deal hmm. with the the black album. Yeah, okay. Crash, are you but, are you, you still know, recovering? Are even, you still recovering? See, that's the thing. Even with me with the black album, it's not it's not even that it's bad. It's just so disappointing. It is, is boring. Bad? Yeah, is we it, all <laughs> is yeah. it boring or? It's very boring. It's okay. very unenergetic. It has a lot of bad ideas on it. It goes in a lot of bad directions. It feels... Huh. And plus, like I say, it feels like an album that the band had absolutely no confidence in. Mm-hmm. They just... Well, after the surprise Teal album, which was the covers album, which I thought was actually a pretty good idea to do as a surprise, now, they, now they have this. I'm seeing Weezer in a week and a half live. I'm wondering how much of the new material they're going to be playing outside of the covers. Oh, actually, I discovered... I actually retweeted something either yesterday or it was may have been early this morning. But um, I actually... Uh, someone actually went to a live show here recently and tweeted their set list uh, by color. They actually put what albums, okay. you know, what of their colored albums, how many songs showed up from each one. 
Uh, I think the new album, what, what was scary was Black Album had one song off of the entire set list. That's Just one. crazy, considering Te- it's a headline show. Yeah. Teal had three. So that just, it's, it's almost like they released the Teal album as a preemptive apology for the Black Album. It almost feels like it at Then they got the point. order mixed up. Then they probably should have put out the Black Album first, then put the Teal album yeah. a couple weeks later just to regain the good public buzz. I see, agree. I, see, that no, would way better. See, but no, I almost, I get what their strategy was here. They wanted to release the Teal album to get people to say, oh, hey, si- silly Weezer. Oh, silly Mimi Weezer doing a nice, funny, friendly meme. Oh, silly Weezer. And then the Black Album comes in like, huh? Oh. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, I thought you're have... still silly Weezer. I, 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 I still have Toto <laughs> stuck in my head thing. Oh, silly Weezer. Oh. Okay, if Weezer gets too silly, you get Ratitude. So... See? Exactly. Yeah, so... you got to rate him sooner or later. So I agree. Mm. I, I do agree with Mark. If the surprise Teal album would have come out a month after the Black album, that totally would have sparked a lot more buzz and positive gain for Weezer, especially for the tour. But I think my other big issue is that I think the cramming of the both releases so quickly together in 2019 that to me is really reckless oh absolutely especially since weezer as i've gone into great uh detail about in my some of my previous videos is a band that when they cram themselves when they overexert themselves when they work too hard and just try to pump out new material new material new material new material gotta stay fresh gotta keep going gotta keep going when they work themselves too hard they suffer so so badly as a result of it some of their worst albums are a result of them just putting out shit on a yearly basis just uh what can we do what can we do uh uh weird ass pop album okay we're sellouts now uh okay that didn't uh uh just uh we'll do like a a weird album where all the other guys are saying okay okay uh, no 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 that, that it's it's a new year we gotta um um get the jackass guys let's get johnny knoxville in here we'll get him to sing along to our stuff it's it's fine it's fine it's fine i need a break rivers See? rivers are you on cocaine again yeah <laughs> See, uh, well, well yes uh, well california <laughs> california snow i mean they, they straight up closed the black album with it so man i was more on point with that comment than i thought okay <laughs> So um, we have, yeah, so Weezer just came out with something. We had albums like Free Me the Horizon, Fever 333, which I really liked. We had some so stuff that came I. out. Yeah. We had yeah. the Dream Theater album. Dream Theater. I actually was, did get to listen to it finally. I thought it was fine. So I did I. Fine. I, yeah. I was, I was, I was, a, I'm in about a fine with that yeah, album same. too. Yeah. yeah. It's, I thought it was fine. I liked it. it. It's Dream Theater. They're still exactly. they're still out there. They're still doing their thing. They're still it's, pretty decent, but it's bite-sized Theater also. It's not 2 hours long. Yeah, Thank that was God. that was weird. That was yeah. super weird, but I, I like, I'm not I'm not complaining necessarily, but yeah. hey. Oh, you know what? I would prefer bite-sized Dream Theater if they had opted to actually have melodies, not doing the gent thing. They did a lot. They did play mm, a little yeah. bit more with the guitar play. I didn't mind it. It's just it was it was yeah. fine. I don't know how else to explain it like really quickly. It was fine for what it was. Yeah, I, exactly. Uh, and I, I feel like they're, tr- I did feel like they were trying to sort of just make a gesture towards the things that are going on in modern metal today. But I mean, they're dream theater. They got a formula they can't deviate too far away from. So, right. Eh. I'm so, honestly, yeah. I completely disagree with that. I'm honestly at this stage of their career, they can do whatever the hell they want. Their legacy eh. is secure. Yeah, I mean, touche. Touche. Yeah. There's, there's pretty, I mean, Dream Theater fans are some of the most rabid, like they people love, people love Dream Theater the same way people love NASCAR. Like, 
They are just absolutely loaded. Talk about apples and oranges for fan bases, by the way. Well, well, no, well, no, but like Dream Theater fans go are crazy, crazy intense for their love of Dream Theater. I, I genuinely think that Dream Theater could release a new metal album, and Dream Theater fans would still be up in arms over it. It'd still be a five out of five on most fan sites. Okay, Uh, it depends if there was eras where they got close to that. Um, But, but Crash, one, one quick thing for you. I saw you fell off the wagon when it came with Mariana's trench. Yeah, um, I don't know. I I don't know what kept holding me out for so long on that. But yeah, I picked up uh, Phantoms just because I was scouring new releases, and mm-hmm. I remember Mark, you mentioning that band for a little while now, just uh, here in passing. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I finally just oh, okay, Phantoms. What is this? And. I was pretty blown away, actually. I really enjoyed it. And, you know, then I went around and saw reviews and saw a lot of people saying, well, it's not as good as Astoria. And I was like, oh, really? God, this Astoria thing must be really good. Let me let me look it up. Whoa. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm on board with Astoria. I'm on board with Mariana's Trench. I'm late. I'm late. I'm late to the party. I haven't listened in years. I yeah, I fell off unintentionally many years ago, but I loved what I heard way back in the day. Oh yeah, that's that's so good. Like I'm ho- I'm hoping to get to Phantoms in a catch up quickie here. I didn't get the chance to get to it uh, timely, uh, but yeah, I really I got things to say about Phantoms, especially from my new rookie green as hell perspective. But yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I'm eager. I'm pumped. You know that that's probably one of the first really big album of the year contenders. I think apart from like maybe Fever three 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 for me at least. Like mm-hmm. that's one of the albums I've listened to that I'm like ooh. Ooh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be listening to this all the way up to December. Like mm. that's oh, a nice. that's a clincher. That's a, a for good, me at least. It's a good feeling when you finally find something you know is gonna stick with you for a while. You don't have to yeah. shelve or put away, so to speak. Even though we don't have physical copies of anything ever anymore. Hey, I've yeah, got two albums this well, far that year, this year who, that, that's in that category. So okay, nice. Mm-hmm. So there's so many other things coming out too from big names. Yeah. I mean, Megadeth, oh, yeah. Deftone, Slipknot, and the true kings of metal, AJR, all coming <laughs> oh, no. out with new albums this year. That's right, gentlemen. I went there. I just lost 5,000 subscribers after that joke. You just lost my respect. <laughs> that joke, the thing is, you're not going to review it. I, I said the only way I would review it is if nothing yeah. else comes out that week, that uh, week or month. Like, or that week, I should say. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, that week or month. Yeah, yeah no, dude, dude, I'm with you there. I'm begging for a mulligan. Just yeah, give if, me anything if, for a mulligan on that If one. a patron requests it, I will review it. Um, yeah, I know it's going to get radio play. It's going to get radio play, and that's the thing. Yes. I wanna, I wanna, I'm want trying to up how many album reviews I do, even if they're written, but I want to mm. do at least three album reviews on video every month from now on, no matter what. Mm. And nice. if I have to, I will do that one. I finally, after many months, listened to that AJR album once all the way through the, the click. Uh, yeah. Never yeah. doing it again. Never See? again. Dude, bo- okay, both me and Mark warned you about that. So you did. You and no the reason excuse. the reason why is when I found out it went gold. Oh, it did? It sure did. Oh. It oh. sold like crazy. The kiddos oh. love that crappy weird modified digital saxophone and being called a sticky pickle uh, yeah what i just said yeah uh, what i just said is factual that's I'm not like down to my soul right now yeah, yeah. i agree uh, so all the albums we love can't go gold well these three brothers who think themselves hilarious uh, got it 
and see, it likes to I, masquerade I, that they're, they're that they're not a major label product. Oh, they are. Yeah, oh, yeah, they oh, they're a product. All right, surprise, <laughs> surprise. <sighs> if they didn't have a formula before, they're gonna stamp that formula all over their music from now on too. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's. Okay, so I brought the mood back down. Okay, let's see if we can. <laughs> let's change things up a little bit. In the news recently, um, we've ha- mm. had a little bit of updates on one rock. Uh, how do I describe him? He's not Chud. an icon. He's okay. Yes, <laughs> I was going to say. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was going to say he's not an icon. He's not a legend. He's how would I describe him? <laughs> a, a smudge mark on the yeah. face. Of, you know. uh, a, 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 a stain. An addendum to an addendum to an addendum to an addendum. Why didn't I think of this? He's a stain on rock. Aaron Lewis of stain. So exactly. (laughs) So what's going on is this, I believe is the third show in the course of a month, maybe a little more longer than a month where he has completely stormed off stage of his own solo shows, not getting enough respect from his audience. Oh yeah. He's really, he has this tour, this solo thing that he's doing, like, and it's a country solo uh, thing, and that's why I'm glad yeah, Mark's yeah. here because I think if Ooh. I'm correct, Mark has listened a bit more of Aaron Lewis. Aaron Lewis's twang, Ooh. so to speak, is that a correct way to put it, Mark? Aaron Lewis's twang. The sad thing, and I'll say this because I didn't review his solo debut country album, but I know enough people who did, and I did hear a few songs from it. I don't think it's terrible. I'll say that okay. right now. It's that's fun. Good. It's not bad. It's not great either. He's got this weird depressive angle to him that is just completely oh. unconvincing. Him? Darren dude, Lewis? Dude, he comes from stained, for God's sake. I would expect <laughs> I would I would be surprised if it were if it were the opposite of that. But the yeah. thing is, is that the writing ha- the writing is a little bit more fitting to the neo-traditional style of country that he's making. Hmm. And and honestly, the indie country vlogs gave him not a pass, but more of like Okay, you're doing better than when AJ McLean decides that he wants to come in and come from Backstreet Boys and say, I'm going to disrupt country. Oh. So yeah, like, well, Lewis, you at least respect what's going on. We'll let you do what you do. Like we aren't gonna care that much. But again, it's better than when Steven Tyler came in and tried to make a country album too, because that happened. I oh, do I, remember that. I remember that too. Yeah. That was abysmal. Oh, yeah. it was that yeah. was really bad. But <laughs> yeah. I'll say this. The indie country blogosphere had a field day with this whole thing. Yeah, I'll bet. I'll bet. So has it been going on too in that in that realm? Like where it's talking about first of all, went, went like to a Texas somewhere, like really or maybe it was Mexico City, somewhere like along that line. He literally screamed at the fans and his the people oh. that paid to see his show. He finally, with his last line, got fed up and said, Sorry, I only speak English. Well, he was playing, I believe, in a border town in either Texas or Arizona. Yeah, but, okay. But, so but the thing out. is, it was, yeah. a boor- it was a border town. Like, 90% <laughs> of his audience was Hispanic. They what do you get were. out of saying that? What do you uh, get out of it? Yeah, man. It's And plus, it's dude, it, it's Texas. It's the American Southwest. A lot of Spanish speaking. A yeah. lot of Spanish speaking. That is the... Pro, that's like one of the biggest Spanish speaking. That's our most bilingual zone of America, and we don't have many bilingual. Yeah, and and just like uh, the fact that it, it was the most shitty grandpa ass grumpy thing 
Grandpa because, Aaron. No, like Grandpa. Like, uh, why? Why don't they? Why don't they? Why don't they speak the American? I don't like. Why is their? Why is your food so spicy? And I don't like. It. He sounded like every <laughs> shitty racist grandpa. Just uh, now. The, the fun question here is that, given the response that he's received with Stained, like Stained uh-huh. was never a mosh pit band. They were never. No. They were never mm. exciting. They were, and to be fair, like. I don't know if he was expecting more of a turn up at at a country show because playing slightly more upbeat music and he, he's just not getting a response because he's the guy from fucking Stained. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's I, right. You have, wonder, you have to wonder whether, and this is the question: Was there an intoxicating substance of some kind? I'm ba- oh. I'm banking yes because this oh. is this is a pattern of behavior now. Three times it's happened, and this third time that just happened. What was it? A couple of days ago. He stormed off because the crowd was too loud at his show. See, like you've got to be kidding me. How? How is that the one thing that sets you off? It says you have to cancel the show early. See, the whole thing about uh, the whole thing about Aaron Lewis's most recent tirades is that some. You know, the thing is, uh, speaking as someone who's uh, who, speaking as someone who's been on stage in that capacity in some, uh, yeah, well, you know, who's played for crowds of, you know, who's played for crowds that can sometimes get loud and rowdy, and you know, sometimes shit happens like that, and some like there are instances. I was, you know, in looking, I was. Was actually doing research uh leading up to this podcast and i looked up a, I, I decided since i knew this was going to be a topic i looked up a bunch of instances when bands stormed off stage you know and sometimes sometimes an artist does have a legitimate reason to do that nickelback actually has a story of them storming off of their stage like two or three songs into their set because but, they got stoned like well, yeah. they had rocks thrown at them right yeah, yeah. They, they were having rocks thrown totally at different i yeah. if I, if i was nickelback i would have stepped off the stage too at that point yeah, yeah. see like there, like it, it's something that it does. Like there was this. I actually retweeted this uh, last night uh, while I was doing the research. There is this beautiful, wonderful piece of art of Billy Joel freaking the fuck out during one of his shows. Basically, it was because he had a documentary film crew like filming the crowd and actually getting in the way of the show and oh. really frustrating people like that. Like when you watch the video, he's going bonkers, but it's for a fairly legitimate reason. Yeah, like, the, the camera crew is ruining the show. They're getting kind of dangerous with the way they're setting things up. Like he's getting pissed because it's ruining the effect. But oh, God, just. Watching him, not only does he scream and shout and holler and throw his piano and he breaks a freaking mic stand, he kicks a guy, he kicks one of the camera guys off the stage. It's like I said, it's a thing of beauty. A lot of a lot lot of Radke was born. (laughs) (laughs) Ronnie Radke was a little toddler in the crowd saying, That's what I want to do someday. I'm quoting Mark I'm I'm quoting Mark Berman there because he he wanted that response. I don't take credit. No, no, no. That's that was a that's a perfect line. But I'm just I'm just saying a lot of metal bands could take a to take a note or two from that Billy Joe performance <laughs> or Billy Joel performance. Sorry, but you see, you, but, you but, bring you bring that up, yeah. and then we have to go to the other 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 side of this. And crash. I know this is going to hurt. Oh no! Um, when Billy Joe Armstrong had his little yeah. episode of the yep. IR see, yeah, that's twelve. <laughs> that's the opposite side of the coin. A lot that of times, was, though. Stuff- yeah. And that was like the peak of the Uno Dos Trace days too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that was, yeah, that, that well, that that was uh, again. Even that, there's a bit of a, there's a somewhat of a of an explanation behind it. The band, you know, they had been work, they had been 
you know, they'd been working themselves way, way too hard. Billy was having, you know, substance abuse issues. Like it was, that was the culmination of a lot of other negative elements building up to an apex. That was the peak of a storm that we didn't get to see brewing until it finally hit that moment. Oh, I don't know. Um, I think we could have seen that coming. We heard dose. Ah, touche, touche. (laughs) Yeah, but but I mean the general from a general perspective is what I mean. But um, no, that's the well. Even in some of those cases, like you know, there's at least some kind of justification. Aaron Lewis just has to stick up his ass. Yeah, I agree. He's not as successful and popular as he once was. Yeah, there is no reason for him to be freaking out like this on a country tour. From what I understand, he's he's just doing this for fun. This isn't even like a project that he doesn't sound like it's fun. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't sound like he sounds like he's having a real blast with this. But Ugh. yeah, it's just, I mean, and also like I, the side news of that, he's also gone on and said like in an interview that it's possible Stain might be making a return in 2019 or 2020. Oh, God, I hope not. Why? I doubt it. I doubt uh, it. Honestly, I doubt it, too. Why? Why? No one's asking yeah. for that. From what I understand, the band, the other band members that are active with Stain, if that makes sense, don't mm. care. Yeah, isn't there a guitarist in a lot of other projects right now? I've I've heard he's doing something else that he's. I don't know what they are, but I'm sure they're better than what Stan can make in 2019. Yeah, not to say whatever those guys are doing, I promise you, it's better than spending months and months on the road with Aaron Lewis, especially in the Grumpy. (laughs) Especially now that he's. Oh, him just watching Fox News on the tour bus from city to city every day. Yeah, I mean, especially now that he's become just this the grumpy grandpa of of new metal. Yeah, like, who, like who, who who needs that? Who the hell needs that, man? Back in my day, Fred Durst had respect. <laughs> okay, okay, that, I'm so, that's not that's not that's not even slightly. True. Okay, okay, <laughs> all right, Aaron, all right, we'll get you some tea. He's knocking it off. Yeah. Oh, okay, Grandpa. It's it's a it's okay. Grand, yeah. gra- 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 grandpa's just he. You know he's he's had a little bit of he's had a, Grandpa's had a little bit of Grandpa's magic medicine, and he's, he's gotta go sundown. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. Just he, just you know just let him have a nap. Let him talk about mud shovel for an hour and a half. Oh, that shit. Just let him keep just his his magnum opus mud shuffle. <laughs> So, I mean, we have so many hissy fits to talk about in rock and metal and all that's gone on throughout the years. You talked about Billy Joel, Billy Joel Armstrong. Armstrong. There we go. Just combine them all together. (laughs) Just combine them all together. And then we talked about here, Aaron Lewis. Another one that always sticks out in my mind was like about two years ago, three years ago, when Wes Scantlin was trying to like get Puddle of Mud Mm. back on the road. It felt like every two or three weeks... (laughs) Either his band was abandoning him on stage or he was ending the show early, screaming at fans. And this was back mm-hmm. when Wes was really messed up and admittedly on alcohol. He's so like he's from what I understand, he is sober now. He's trying to get things back together on the right way. But like for a while, he was out of control. It's nice, to, especially after like I remember, especially in 2015, 2016, like you mentioned, those stories would pop up like almost every week. Yeah. It would be something new. So, a DUI, arrested in an airport, drunken brawl, yep. loses loses consciousness on stage. Just and that was before the concerts too. Like then he'd go on stage <laughs> yeah. and start screaming at the fans. And I'm not talking like, hey, 
um, like watch seeing people get in fights or it's just getting too rowdy. No, like literally calling out fans, telling them they're ugly, how he's better looking than people. It's all videos online and it's just the most maddening stuff. It, it's yeah, it's so depressed. It's so depressing watching that shit too, you know, because it it's is like, especially that one video where uh, where they where like the you know he goes on some rants and then the band gets fed up and yeah. they walk off they walk off about thirty seconds to a minute into his tirade and then he I just keeps see. he just keeps going for a while eventually the room cuts the mic on him yeah and he still keeps talking into the thing and he probably didn't even know he was just in his own world at that point see but here's the thing I actually like I thought about a lot of this and you have to ask your question why they get to this point. Yes, and, exactly. And the thing is, because I don't think it entirely you can't always blame substance abuse or right mental I illness yeah. or oh, just absolutely. sheer rampant like egotism. Like, keep in mind, a lot of these tours, you're not getting sleep. Yes, you're not you're not eating well. Like, you're, yeah. it's not a good situation. If you're talking about West Scantlin touring for a puddle of mud in 2015, yeah. 2016, they <laughs> are so far past their prime. Absolutely, and crowds probably aren't looking the way they should. They, they yeah. certainly don't look like they did back in what 2001, 2002 when they oh, were Lord, touring no. with Limp Biscuit and doing all that stuff. Yeah, definitely so, not. Uh, yeah, and if you haven't learned how to age gracefully with your music, then that it, that's that's crushing. That's existential. Yeah. yeah. See, that's a, a pu- being on a puddle of mud tour. Sound especially these days sounds like a very unenjoyable prospect. Just on its own without any outside influences. I mean, that would suck in and of itself. Cause you got to play control every night, you know, yeah. <laughs> like just that, that on its own doesn't sound like fun. They got to play, throw in any, any other problems you might want to throw it on any other stuff that could just go wrong on it. That does and often can go wrong on any tour. Throw that in with Wes, you know, with his own personal problems. And can not, you imagine you know, being? The, can you imagine being the like the bassist or drummer that's touring with Wes and having to play Psycho every night uh, in oh. bar and grills? They're not big venues; these are smaller nope. places too. Yeah, every night. And I agree to a certain point. It can't. It's you can't just always blame substance abuse. You can't always blame mental illness, egotism, yeah. things like that. However, there are bands that deal with bad road conditions also, and they make it work. So it, I don't know if know, it's always road conditions, but it's a combination of some of this. Wes was obviously very messed up when all that was happening. Yeah, I mean, Aaron Lewis. I don't know what his problem is. Yeah, exactly. Like I, like I can understand how frustrating it can be to play in a TGI Fridays and the jalapeno poppers are going over better than. <laughs> Your band is like I get that. <laughs> oh my god! I get that. I get that. That's a frustrating prospect for anybody. But uh, like it, uh, like, the yeah, waitress. You know, the waitress goes on stage and asks where table five is. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's cruel. That's just that cruel. is cruel. <laughs> I would okay. I would have a hissy fit at that point too. I would be king hissy fit if yeah, that see, happened to me. It would be fair. You know that's uh, that, that. There's a point of understandability there. I mean, I mean, I've pl- I've played in I've played in venues like that before. Yeah, it's, and that's it's fine. Not fun it's... being on that side of it. But again, but when you go from playing Aaron, fifteen, yeah. yeah, coming back to Aaron Lewis, who has you know, like I say, he's his the response to his the response to his shows has been well, the response to his 
solo country music has been probably better uh, better than I would certainly expect. People yeah. seem to dig yes. it, you know? And the shows where he hasn't had a giant crybaby crap fi- crap fit about the stuff, apparently he, people yeah. seem to enjoy it. So, again, guess, like, yeah. I, life, is be- life is beautiful, dude. Life is a joy compared to what you could be right now. I mean, yeah, it's true. I mean, I just don't get... I don't understand the concept of it, too, because... He's proved like I've seen Stain live back in 2014. He is an exceptional guitarist. That is not <laughs> him, him handing the guitar to someone else in the studio or let another person on the road with him do the work. He plays. So yeah. it's not like he's completely untalented. I yeah. like he's king of the hissy fits now. I mean, it just keeps happening. He's having these old man tantrums, storming off the chaise halfway through the, sh- the show. I don't know if they refund or not at that point because it's not like the technical difficulties or weather or something like that the artist refused mm. to play it well, dep- okay let's ask depends on the promoter because, like like remember back in like 2000 i want to say 2002 2003 when scott stapp of creed was so screwed ah. up yes he could he, that happened him too yeah and they yeah. did give and, and they, they did offer some refunds at that point too. i do remember that. Too. yeah yeah actually and those were big shows too creed was still selling out like 15,000 seat venues and things like that at that time Oh, yeah. Like by the end of that tour, I'm sure you all know about this little story. But by the end of that tour, Scott showed up to a show so fucked up, so incoherent and unable to stand on stage. So messed up that the crowd sued. Yeah. The crowd in Chicago. It was Chicago. I remember it. He was rolling around. He was. Yeah, I know. Right. He was rolling around like I'd ever reading the magazines and like looking online because the daily show even did a report on it like he was literally rolling around on the stage while trying to sing yeah and can can you can you take me higher is not a song for that (laughs) that's a bad batch of mushrooms oh yeah Uh, oh yeah yeah that that, that, that actually does that's a bad forest of mushrooms that's a lot more than just like a couple genics oh my gosh yeah, that 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 totally sounds like a that's that's bad mushrooms. That's cheap scotch. <laughs> yes, and th- yes, that is that is at least three Xanax over the line. I've that's said like, it before, and I'll say it again. Poor Mark Tremonti, he does yeah. not deserve that. He doesn't. <laughs> no, I agree. You know what? Mark got his Ultra Bridge eventually happened. Tremonti eventually happened. Mark's Mark Mark had to climb. Mark had a pretty big hill to climb early career but he, he got over it god he bless earned him. his stripes the hard yeah. way but and he you know what he still has all the those are from the creed albums too so he came out unscathed so do the other guys from creed too uh scott phillips yeah. and brian marshall but i still stand by poor mark tremani he had to deal with so much <laughs> although the one thing is that and this is again i'm probably giving the front men of these bands more credit than they deserve but when you're on such a massive stage and your inner ear monitors go out or yeah. you're stuck with, or you have a stage yeah. a I'll always yeah that's down. always understandable though that like, can yeah like that but that's that that could push you over especially yeah. if you have any sort of moving stage you just get yeah. disoriented yeah see, see yeah. that I understand well, that I'd be that uh, I would like, be. yeah I mean I mean like like, like I mentioned um like I mentioned earlier like not every single artist meltdown is like oh he's being such a drama queen right sometimes they totally are. But it's not, like, yeah, it's not always Axl Rose. Sometimes, yeah. Whole oh, Axl Rose oh, okay, I, no, no, no. Axl Rose. Axl Rose might be king of the hissy fits. Let's yeah, be honest. Was, you say, oh, the Axl Rose thing. Dude, which one? 
I know Dude. he was in St. I always like that was always remembered because in St. Louis that was like arguably his biggest one when like he played uh, the first rock show and actual real concert in this new venue <laughs> and it got almost destroyed because uh, he left yeah. after two songs on the mic because there's been documentaries about it saying well because security's so bad here show's over and yeah. then that was oh. it. Oh, and that then, happened in St. Louis. It was in yeah. St. Louis, yeah. yep. Uh -huh. And like literally fans were picking up the seats they were in on the floor, like the floor seats, and oh. throwing them on stage. This was a new venue. I'm talking two weeks old at best. Wow. Brand new, and it got obliterated. Guns N' Roses yeah. did not come back to St. Louis until 2016, and that was Dude, like in 92. I, Dude, would you want to come back to St. Louis after <laughs> not you after, Not that? after that, yep. Nope, Dude, nope, that, nope. That, that is a lot of angry-ass Cardinals fans, man. I would not want to put up with that. And we're happy. We're happy <laughs> baseball fans, and that's how bad he pushed us. Uh, okay, just, so so fun point there. We have we, the Axl Rose stuff we can go on about. And oh, Crash, yeah. I, know you, I know you've tried, like, I saw a couple of your tweets about what happened with Slash. Yeah. Oh, Slash, Slash himself has been in a few interesting situations, mm. too. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, like like that one show where apparently Michael Jackson brought him on to play the solo for well he originally plays the solo for Black and White on yeah. the track itself right brought him mm -hmm. on stage live uh, for one of the performances and I love it it's just it's the biggest dick move you can make but it's just it's so just flamboyantly I'm a dick and I don't care you almost have to respect it because Slash just starts playing his solo and then his time for the solo ends and he keeps playing. <laughs> keeps playing and michael oh, michael man. and the thing michael is so it's such a funny clip because michael is literally rage dancing to cover yep. he's like so pissed <laughs> off and he doesn't know what to do so he's just like come on i wouldn't know what to, i wouldn't know come what to do on. with myself either to be dude. fair i would have no idea dude come on like by the end of it, he is like absolutely livid security starts coming starts surrounding him trying to get him to stop and he's literally kicking them away well he just I don't know what on earth inspired that particular. Mm. Does that count as a breakdown or does that, is that I think like it counts as the massive <laughs> egotism that was really in every member of guns and roses. Oh, guns and roses. Yep. No, that counts as guns and roses. That, yeah. that is a whole other category. They are a itself. unique entity to be fair. And when we talked yes. about the different factors that could include hissy fit breakdowns, egotism is the key factor for guns and roses back then. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, let's flip, let's flip the script again a bit and go to a little bit more of the indie side. Are either okay. of you guys familiar with Waves? I know the name. Uh, yeah, I'm familiar with Waves. And, okay. I know what, and I know what story you're going to tell here, too. It's a good one. I do not tell it. Are we talking about the one? Oh, because there's two stories. The one that came uh -huh. out, I think I want to say back in 2011, is where he ba uh, was the fist fight that he got with the rest of his band members on stage. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ah. I, I heard about Yeah. Because there's that <laughs> That's one. That's a good one. <laughs> and then there's the 20, I want to say either 2016 or 2017 one, where he oh. went on an extended tirade saying that he doesn't want, it, he that if there's any Republicans in the audience, they were to get out now. Wow, I didn't hear well. that. Well. <laughs> <laughs> that. That's like, man, 2016 was a pretty volatile political year for us here in the States, but yep. I, yeah. even that, I, like, man, even I got to say, you're not going to win many yeah. fans. You're pushing it too far. Of, yeah, dude. You could give, like, you could give your own opinion on the political side everyone. 16 whether you wanted to be political or not but at the same time you don't like preemptively go if you don't agree with me then you can get out see oh. yeah, I'll, I'll bet that went over like a ton like a ton of lead bricks well the funny thing uh, is i remember our buddy john over at artv he actually did a, he actually did a video 
comment discussing a lot of that. So that's how I remembered oh, it. Uh, really? Yeah. See, I, that, I must have totally missed that. I, I do not have any recollection of that. But that's okay. Waves isn't that yeah. good anyway. See, I've only heard, I mean, a, I've only heard a, like uh, one or two songs on SiriusXM, and that was a while ago too. So yeah. I can't be missing that much. You're you not. Aren't. You're not missing a ton. Really. Yeah. It's, no. I, actually, actually, on the subject of indie and smaller freakouts, I've got a great one. As far as um, this. Okay, you want to go? You guys want to go back to old bands that aren't relevant anymore? The Ataris. Does anyone yeah, remember? I remember the Ataris. I thought they were oh, making yeah. they were trying to make a comeback not too long ago. They were, really? but I but I Yeah. Yeah, I can understand why it didn't take off. Apparently, well apparently their lead singer has some attitude problems here and there, but one day, one thing in particular, I believe it happened in 2011 or 2012 somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. There used to be video footage of it, but it's been taken down everywhere I tried to look for it. But um one night again, it's one of those situations where it's like half, oh, kind of understandable because something very unfortunate pushed him over the edge. But his reaction to it, it was a, it was like a level six problem and he threw a level 12 reaction at it. You know, okay. it's just, he was, they were, the Ataris were playing a show and their drummer gets off the beat. Like he's, he's off the beat. He's throwing That's every off. other show for every tour ever. That's going to happen. See, Plus yeah. every Metallica thing ever. <laughs> Well, right. (laughs) That's just not the show either. But yeah. (laughs) Well, well, no, you know, it can be frustrating. It's, you know, it, it, you know, obviously that's understandable that that in and of itself, you could at least make the argument. Oh, well, that's a legitimate reason to get mad. You know, drummer keep, you know, that we pay you to keep a good beat, you know, keep a good beat. But, you know, so he gets flustered. What he does, though, instead of going back to the kits and maybe giving him a good scream or signaling to, you know, him in the back, hey, hey, you know, you're off or anything like that. He takes his guitar off and basically just fastball chucks it at his head. And I think it, that's assault. Yeah. <laughs> no, he he like takes his guitar. There, like I say, there used to be there used to actually be like video of this, but he takes his guitar and just launches it at the guy. Thankfully, he ducks out of the way. That probably would have taken his head off if it had hit him. But he takes his guitar, throws it at him. Drummer runs away, but as he's running, a dude actually takes parts of the kit and starts chucking all of that at him too. Snare, like hi-hats. He takes up the bass drum and just two hands the thing at him. He is just literally tearing. It's it's basically... it's basically when you know the punk rock band destroys their instruments on stage except it's the least cool reason ever to be doing that <laughs> and, it's, and it's not at the end of the show where everyone's yeah. all fired up yeah it's in the middle of in this diary and people are trying to get into it what <laughs> oh man what that's Oh, that's, 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 hissy, that is a hissy fit. That is bad. Jeez. I came for cherry cokes and sing-alongs and what's Axel Rose never <laughs> Axel Rose never tried to like gouge Slash's eyes out during a show. See, yeah. For, you, you say that, but we don't know what happened behind well, the scenes. During, See, a, yeah. during the show. I'm, every, you know what? Backstage and on the road is one thing. On the show, during the performance when the fans paid to, paid to get a ticket, that's what I'm talking about. The on-stage hissy fit. We don't well, know what happened. Axel probably did yeah. try to do some messed up stuff during the Chinese democracy days. Well, you say all this. Uh, here's the thing. Uh, this is one I'm going to drift a little outside of rock for a second. That's fine. Yeah. Towards the country scene. Um, oh, okay. Have you guys ever heard of the pop singer BB Rexa? 
Yes, I've heard of BB. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I remember her being very not good. Yeah. Oh, she's not good. Uh, I remember that too, actually. (laughs) So what happened is in, I want to say late 2017, she teams up with Florida Georgia Line and they get a single. What? And they get a single called Meant to Be. Oh, I have. I, remember, I do have. Yeah, I have oh, heard that. I've, I've they heard don't, that. I've heard that. Even, they don't even play that at the dollar store anymore. Well, yeah. here's, oh, here's oh god. Here's yeah, last year. Yeah, sorry, it was huge. Ahead. It was one of the biggest songs of last year. It basically got to the top because of riding a lot of playlist payola. We've Ugh. seen this happen before. It's yeah. gross. Um, the Very. problem is, is that BB Rexa has now has now got into her head that she is such hot shit. Oh, so <laughs> she's so, partly right. <laughs> fun Uh, but the thing what happened is is at a here's the thing that a lot of artists don't talk about is when they do the private benefit show Mm, like there's the shows that are like for like a conference or a little bit behind the scenes oh yeah it's not a concert but you're not a big enough artist to like headline something like that it's mm. the small like behind the scenes stuff it's uh-huh. almost like almost like a corporate gig that a yeah. comic might do or something. Yeah, right. Exactly. She ha- she gets you. one of those. Mm. And let's be honest, like she's not an a- she, in my opinion, is not an A-list star. But no. apparently, there's now footage of her at one of these corporate gigs because the crowd's not giving her a lot of energy, and she's like, mm. "Do you know who the fuck I am?" Like, <laughs> no, like, <laughs> yeah. But she goes on this huge spiel of I'm not getting any energy from you. I am so big right now. You don't even you can't even grasp this. Like it is Ooh. and I'm sitting there and I'm like, you're doing this at a corporate gig. Yeah. It's, yeah, well, that's like, weird. They're only half paying attention to you anyway, because they're negotiating business deals and networking and yeah. I, I, like I, I've had friends who were I've had stand-up comic friends who've done like like they do the same thing for that too. Just right. uh, a stand-up comic will come and right. like a company. It's he'll, a good paycheck. Just, yeah. It's, it's a, a good pay it's a good paycheck. But you you walk into those gigs just knowing that okay, the audience is probably only half listening, but mm-hmm. they're paying me to be here. Even you're basically just a uh, living decorum at that yeah. stage. But it's so, a good paycheck. I don't blame good, people for doing it necessarily. It's a good know? paycheck. It will probably help her in some way to recoup, like in terms of like building goodwill with the label, setting up connections. It's the sort of mm. thing it's so it's not glamorous. And for a pop star, I can see that driving her absolutely buttfuck crazy. Yeah. But at the same time, like, this was, I'm like, if you want to guarantee that nobody's calling you back about that sophomore album, especially when the <laughs> debut was crap, like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that, that is a nice, that is a nice, easy, cushy paycheck. You could have phoned that show in and just, you could have counted on that paycheck for like t- three to five years in a row. Yeah. If you just kept your mouth shut, kept the low profile. Also, and... that also at least would have given the chance to get future work at those events later. Exactly. And yes. now they're done. They're done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Hissy fits are not um, specific to rock, metal. Yeah. I, oh, no. Yeah. Although the fun thing, and to flip this back around, like I've, like, I've gone to grindcore shows mm. where, where the singer will get into the crowd. Yeah. Oh, it yeah. will actually be aggressive there. Like, and it's the sort of thing, like, if you can get into the right genre and the right mindset, it can be a real communal experience. And that can be a lot of fun. Oh, absolutely. Like, um, pretty much any Cannibal Corpse show I've been to has been a lot like that. Like, yep. I don't know, in like a lot, in a lot of, not, I say you don't see it a lot in metal, but like a lot of the, 
a lot of the like smaller or more aggro sort of metal scenes it's such a communal thing there's yeah. such a you know everyone's having such a right time usually it's not you know it doesn't be really become an issue you you really see this happen in the genres that are like supposed to be popular or you know really sh high sheen or high you know high production you know it's mm -hmm. the people that are putting on the people that aren't you know playing for you the people that are putting on a show when you're, the fun on, thing... when you're putting on a show, it's so much more work than just, you know, going up and just playing for a bunch of, you know, buds or acquaintances or whatever. Now, when you're throwing a, when you're throwing a character, when you're throwing a, a sense of performance into it, it changes the dynamic a lot. And you know what you say that, but the fun thing was, is that I actually saw Eric Church last weekend ah. and uh, he's more in the country rock side. I honestly think Crash, you'd probably oh, yeah. really like his stuff. I've actually Which, caught, yeah, I've actually caught some Eric Church here and there. I do enjoy what I've heard. The fun thing with at his show, he has no opening act. He'll play for three hours. Hmm. And yeah. the one thing that I kind of admire, he's got one song called Jack Daniels, and <laughs> he'll just riff through half the song, and then <laughs> for most of the instrumental, he'll go up, he'll go back behind the scenes, get a couple bottles of Jack, and will start serving shots to people. Oh, see, that's <laughs> cool. That's I don't think uh, I've seen that where they've been a bartender at their own show. That's pretty impressive. I yeah. mean, if you want to foster a relationship with your fan base, I mean, yeah, that'll do it. Again, yeah. probably the best like brand endorsement check you're gonna get like immediately. Then, <laughs> right? Because yeah, exactly. he's getting for that. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. See, see, they're going to be, see, the thing is, that's an excellent story too. Everybody who took a shot that night is bringing 10 people with them to the yep. next time he show he brings to that town. And so. he sold out two shows in Toronto. Nice. Yeah. Two yeah. arena see? shows. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, see, that, 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 yeah. That's a good, that's also like a great moment for people at that show, even if they don't drink or whatever, to actually see that because mm -hmm. you yeah. rarely see interaction like that from bands that, to that level even if you see like the up-and-coming rock bands the touring rock bands like they'll do autographs after the show for free if you like at the merch and stuff just meet and greet and stuff if you want but nothing to that level yeah yeah see that's something special that's something unique you know not every artist not even every artist is even capable of giving yeah. you that you know so the ones that really can and really make it feel that much more magical that that's something special that is something genuinely I would not, unique. I would not let Aaron Lewis pour me a drink. Yes. <laughs> Heck no. Stay I don't know away. what's in that drink. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. that means Aaron Lewis prepared it himself, and I do not want to know what he thinks, what oh, that, uh, makes him get to that state. Oh, it's it's probably just like a monster energy drink and like Pabst, some kind of horror, <laughs> some some kind of horror creation. That's Watered down stale beer and monster because he's trying to get the five-figure death punch crowd to care about him now. <laughs> but he's uh, in a country show. Like, that wouldn't I, happen. I well, think you got it. You say that, but there's like, he's saying, like, Stained might be making a comeback. You know uh, what? You say that, and here's the thing. I was at a country bar for karaoke last night, and then you ever realize, go to a karaoke bar, and you realize, oh, shit, I'm old? <laughs> basically yes. the, the crowd was and i i wish i had known this before going the crowd since it's spring break in the states right now yep a yeah. bunch of people came up from ohio and basically like we're going to go to a country bar we're like 19 20 years old and we're gonna bounce around to every single song and i'm like oh, ah. God. So oh I'm gonna, boy 
So I'm going to sing Sturgill Simpson and like stuff that you guys can't bounce around to because I, I'm just going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Smart. Uh, yeah. Wow. yeah. Trunk spring you know break to Canada. Nice. You know, what, to, you know what? To be fair, at least one of them probably did body like a back row. Am I right? Oh, yeah. It happened. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. See? Okay. That's fair penance. That is Good fair. Call. Fair penance for making the crowd suffer through that. Oh. Yeah. Good call. <laughs> Well, I think we've had enough talk about um, hissy fits and the unfortunate side of rock star behavior, even though we've gone out of rock a little bit, but still, I think that's a good way to put it. <laughs> Another thing I want to talk about, because we like this has been a really good discussion, we are hopefully all going to meet up at Sonic <laughs> Temple, and that's one of the better mm. festivals. That's hopeful. I know hopeful, yes. tickets yes. are expensive, things like that are going on. Mm. I'm hoping all of us, including John from ARTV, can find a way, get some money, Drive up there and see the festival. We are currently in the midst of hammering that out. So yeah, we're yeah. trying. We're trying to. Uh, that's one of the cool things that's happening now. Sonic Temple, run by DWP, actually has a lot going for it now. This year has a variety of sound and bands, and actually has some old and new from Judas Priest all the way to Fever Three Three Three, for example, because I brought them up earlier. So they actually mm. do have a, quite a bit of variety, and then they have Foo Fighters and System of a Down headlining. So what are your guys' thoughts, and be honest, of the lineup overall from Sonic Temple? Who are some of the bands you're looking forward to the most? Let me you just pull up the lineup just so I'm... Sure, go ahead and pull it up right now. Actually, that's not, not a bad idea, actually. Go, you guys go ahead and pull, pull it up both, because it's three days, takes place in Columbus, Ohio. This used to be known as Rock on the Range before the, uh, ah. the brand changing. For those of you who have been there, it's been going on for about 10 years. It's where the Columbus uh, Major League Soccer team plays. It's in the Major League Soccer arena there. I've never been to Ohio. Okay. I've been warned about Ohio, but I'm assuming <laughs> it's totally worth it to go to Ohio for this. So I'm totally worth it for that. I'm totally for it if that's the case. All right. I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the lineup right now. Um, okay. Start with Friday. Um, yes. I don't care about System of a Down. Okay. Sacrilege. I, I do. I personally <laughs> do. But I get that. Uh, I, I get that. It's, it's, it's fine. It's, it's fine. I just don't have any respect for you anymore. It's okay. <laughs> I'm going to see Ghost instead. Uh, okay. Hailstorm. They probably won't be playing yeah, at the same fair, time. They won't yeah. be. No way they'll be playing at the same time. Yeah. But that will be a great show. Oh my yes, god! Ghost sure. always brings them. Um, Hailstorm. You know what? Hailstorm probably. You've you've seen them before they, a couple times. Uh, many with, times. They put. They are so much better live than on album. I, I oh, cannot stress that. En- I cannot stress mm-hmm. that enough. Yeah. What about nice. Sugar? Can they play the way they do on album? I've seen them once. I, to be honest, it's not bad, but except that was a couple of years ago. So I'm curious to see how that translates out again, because that was like day three of a festival back in 2017. And I heard a couple songs, but I'm not, I can't really answer that question. Great. Cause I haven't heard everything from a and it's more of just a let's have fun and shred type performance. From I mean, what I've, from what I've heard about, heard about Mashuga, it kind of depends on what day you catch them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Okay, next up is Tom Morello. Yep, I want to see what he does. We're not getting a rage against the we're not getting a rage against the machine or Audio Slave uh, remake ever again. So let's see what Tom Morello can do because it's going to be better than Prophets of Rage. Tom, yep. Mare- Tom Morello is actually booked on the spoken word tent and the actual show. So yeah, he's going to do that too because they have a spoken word wow. tent for comedy and a few other things like mm. Henry Rollins is going to be there and other stuff. Honestly, they put they should have just kept Henry Rollins in there and nobody else. Yeah, let him, I mean, let him talk no, for two hours. Nobody, <laughs> eight hours. Yeah. Eight, oh, Henry can go, man. Yep. I've, I've been to his live show. He can go. 
man, he can talk. He could talk for a week and not pause for breath. Oh my god, nice. it's wonderful. <laughs> um, Parkway Drive. I'm not hugely familiar with them. I'm. I keep hearing mixed things because I've seen them live at a non-festival, and they were hey. I keep hearing though they bring out the big guns for festivals. I mean, they really put yeah. on a performance. So I do want to see them. Their last few albums were pretty solid. So I, at yeah. least in my opinion, so I, I, I bet that's a good show. If they're bringing the good stuff. Do you think yeah. Beartooth will go well? I've ah. seen Beartooth a few times. I mean, people love their live show because they do get into it. I'm yeah. just. I like Beartooth fine. I'm just not a fanatic about their music like many other people. I want to hear yeah. it's just the same stuff over and over again after a while for me. You know, the Beartooth fans will get a hell of a lot of show if absolutely nothing else. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Black Label Society, I'd like to, like, honestly, the Black Label Society mm. stuff, I'm not crazy about the band as a whole, but I wouldn't mind just going to, like, the back and chilling if they play a couple good ballads. Yeah. 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 Some of their slower stuff is very, very. Definitely. Uh, Pussy see- Ride, I want to see because that'll be Absolute. fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. Avatar, I don't know. I love Avatar. They're hear- the Swedish band with a clown, uh, where he says like the cloud league singer. Um, <laughs> it's like they've had a few albums out now. I love them. To they are more traditional metal, and uh, yeah. they get wild. The guitarist is the theme of the new latest album is Avatar Country. The guitarist is a king on a throne. <laughs> uh, it's yeah. it's great stuff. Yeah, their li- okay. their live shows are definitely something you want to catch. That's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've heard good things about Bad Wolves. Same here. So. I saw them. I did see them live this past summer. They do <clears> sound good. They actually do put on a really good show. They play their heavier stuff too at the live shows. Nice. The more moving stuff, like they do the zombie cover. That will happen, of mm. course. Yeah. Oh, mm. uh, let's see what else here we got. Uh, Bad Flower. Say bad, bad. Um, Bad Flower should be pretty good. Um, I haven't really heard them live yet, but their new, but their new debut is fairly solid. I'm okay. worried about I'm worried about Zeal and Arter. If only because hmm. like you and I both covered the album Crash. Yes. Uh, and you liked it a hell of a lot more than I did, reasons aside. Yeah. Um, um I'm curious how well that translates live. To a festival crowd too. I'm not exactly like Zeal and Arter is more like I would want to see Zeal and Arter with like two or three other. I want to see Zeal and Arter with like Death Heaven, yeah, and, like and one other similar band. I because don't know. That's the tour. That's the tour yeah. going on right now. Death Heaven, Baroness. Oh yeah, that's Zeal right. I would yeah. kill for that show. That's, see, that's not coming see, anywhere near what, me. That's where. That's when I'd want to see Zeal and Arter. Seeing Zeal and Arter in the middle of the day with like uh, a bunch of other shows, they'll probably only play for like you know fifty minutes an hour or whatever. Eh. Now, I don't know if that's how I don't know if that should be anyone's first zeal and ardor experience personally. I kind of agree with that. Then the the next line, I don't recognize any of the bands except for um horror, which is the H O nine nine nine. Yeah. Oh. They're a rap rock. They're yeah. a rap rock death grips wannabe group. I'd be curious how well they they'd show live beyond that. <laughs> yeah. Unfamiliar with them to like really make a call, but yeah, I'm not yeah. I'm not I'm not gonna cross them off. I will say that I've I've actually done some work on uh, Wage War. Uh, oh yeah, they I have they too. they are pretty solid. For, yeah, uh, I've, seen, I've, I've seen them live. They actually do put on a good show. Yeah, they they'll probably put on a hell of a show. Um, but I don't really recognize. I mean, I recognize hands like houses, but I'm not huge on them. And I like hands like houses. So. Yeah, hmm. yeah. Okay, Saturday. Yeah, 
Do we want to uh, disturbed? El- okay, so um, <laughs> I, that's that's closing out the night. And from what I understand, they are playing a lot of new material. See, oh, so going to bed early. Going to bed, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's called beating traffic early, sir. <laughs> that's there the whole go. point. But like, honestly, I am going to shoot disturbed the first three songs. But after that, I might be like. Uh, okay, that's enough. He's busting yeah. out the acoustic guitar. Uh, okay. Yeah, if they're pl- if they're playing once they start the stuff from Evolution, you get you, you get that's when you head towards the car. That's yeah. Uh, that, that's when the show that's when the show unofficially. Ends, personally, how many th- how many how many people do you think will have the exact same idea? <sighs> Probably a lot. It's okay. You know <laughs> what? No, you know if, what? If, if, depending on when we leave, we'll be fine. It'll be fine, guys. <laughs> it, it'll be fine. I, I don't. I do not hate Disturbed by any means either. It's oh just no! I'm not interested in seeing the new stuff played live after three yeah. songs. So. Yeah, the new, the new, the new album especially was just not. I was disappointed. Fun. I was disappointed yeah. in the new album. I didn't cover so. it, so oh, you I did heard not it. Miss I any. heard it, and I was like, I don't want to have to put in work to make a video for this. <laughs> I, you know, I actually did write a script for a quickie episode on that, but I, I wanted, to, I actually wanted to do something else. I threw up a fan poll to see if what they wanted me, what they wanted me to do, and even they said, talk about something else. We don't care about Disturbed. It's like, oh, thank God. Oh, just, yep. Okay. Yeah. Um, Papa Roach. I've seen them live so they, many times. They pl- they're plugging in for Prodigy. Yes, correct. Yes, because the unfortunate news they... about the Prodigy with Keith. Yeah, and yeah, that's awful. But I mean, that's, I'm, I mean, that's props... a different discussion. And good for Papa yeah. Roach for stepping in too. Exactly. Exactly. Papa Roach. I mean, Jacoby Shaddix. Like he is the type of guy that goes out into the crowd. He makes sure everyone else has a good time. That I will See, not take away from Papa. Roach. Yeah, absolutely. But we also have the disturbed problem, kinda, in that they're promoting an album that's uh, not fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I, I have not heard it all the way through, but they are the crap radio. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah. Okay. okay, so Lamb of God. I think this is the one 100%. where, where yeah. you guys all have to drag me there to make sure you're flipping me on this band. Uh, oh, don't yes. worry. I, I will totally will be drag you to this one. Yes. On the flip side, <laughs> I will do the same with all you guys for the cult. Okay, okay. dude, you don't I've have seen to, the cult. You I've seen dude, the cult live. That's dude, fine. I, I remember Firewoman. You don't have to drag yeah. me anywhere. <laughs> That's totally fine. Totally. You got a deal for that. The cult and Lamb of God. You, mm. You've sold all of us. All right. In this moment. Yes, because they put on a great live show. That's a photographer's dream for me because she changes outfit every song. Really? Really? She has a little booth and she has assistants in this little booth behind her. The music, the the guitarists are fantastic. Each song is a spectacle. They have dancers with them on stage. It's awesome. Mm. Okay, that's good to hear. Sounds cool. Um, Gojira. Yeah, duh. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. You have never. I've never seen them live and I'm so excited for that. Right? Yeah, you yeah, yeah, dude, that's going to be transcendent. They are honestly, amazing good. live. Mm. Honestly, I'm excited for Action Bronson. <clears throat> Even though I'm not a crazy fan of his music, I think that the show will be pretty chill. Okay, I, <clears throat> you say that. I saw Action Bronson. I didn't shoot it just because I was so busy at Aftershock last year uh-huh. um, in October. He was on something. Booze. <laughs> Another substance. He was out of this world. He was. He was. He was. He was on the action. It, yeah. That, yeah. He. He had the action. People loved it, though. So you know what? Yeah. Well, he's got a fan base. It, it's a, it's exactly. a fan base. It, yes, for sure. Can I skip Kill Switch? I won't. Okay, as, 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 I, I won't skip Kill Switch. But as long as as long as you come to Lamb of God, you can skip yeah. Kill Switch. But I'm, I'm gonna get to, I'm That's going like. To. 
That's a ban for me because I want to get the first yeah. three songs to shoot. If I get the, if I do get the photographer's yeah. pass, then that, the photo pass, then I do want to get the three songs, and then I can head out. But totally I, makes I, sense. Yeah. Um, architects uh, from yep. up the last yeah. album, of course. Yeah, one hundred percent. I'll be at Welcome well, to Rockville this year, and they'll be at that one also. Yeah, one hundred percent after that latest album. Same Fever three three three. You guys are roping me in on. Yes. Yeah, I'll, you, no, you, dude, you will be blown away by the live show. Here's the thing: We're, we'll rope you into the show, and then you, and then uh, the singer. I, his name is escaping me. Uh, Aaron. Aaron. Aaron Butler. Yeah, yeah. Aaron. But and then Aaron Butler will rope you around the stage. That dude <laughs> yes. gets into his performances. Like, like look up, look he up live jumps. Footage. He jumps into the crowd head first. Like he will. He will rile oh, the, the dude, crowd up himself. Oh, yeah. Dude climbs scaffoldings. Yep. And, like, That's... all over. He's crowds. So, the, uh, the dude is rap rock Spider-Man. I love it. <laughs> yes. That is oh. actually pretty accurate. On the exact opposite side, we have Mark, the Mark Lanigan band. Um, I'm Not... familiar with Mark Lanigan because he's in the indie goth rock sort of scene. I know the name. Um. Hmm. He was he had a featuring he had a featuring credit on the last Nico Case album that I really loved, but hmm. um it's another chill show. Like I think that's gonna be one of those ones I'm just gonna go off to the side, just like veg. Yeah. And I know Crash, you're crazy about the Black Dahlia murder, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I'm going to that show with bells on, dude. Yeah. <laughs> all about that Black Dahlia. Fair it'll enough. be it'll be it'll be it'll be very similar to every other Black Dahlia for, but Man, that's what I want. I, yeah. I ain't gonna complain. I am not even gonna slightly complain. <laughs> what about Don Bracco? Uh, uh, I, some I've of heard, these, I've some heard of these they're not, okay live. Yeah, um, I'm not against some of these live. I'm just saying I, I don't know if I would go out of my way if I had to do interviews in the meantime or stuff like I that. Actually, I actually caught their uh, last album. I actually reviewed it. Um, it was okay. Um, but it didn't set my world on fire necessarily. They seem like a solid enough band. Uh, they, 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 their place in the lineup seems seems about right. It's better yeah. that way. Yeah. Most of the ones on the bottom, they seem more on the pop punky side, like Issue yeah. than Boston yep. Manor. And yeah, that's. I know John's a big fan of, uh, of Boston Manor too. So that uh, actually, be, I've never actually, seen. Actually, so am I. Uh, their yeah. last album was really, really good. So okay. I'll definitely be on board for the Boston Manor show for sure. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Okay. And then day oh, three. Oh and, of, oh, and of course. Well, no, of course. Day two doesn't really end until we've all caught the one, the only Andrew Dice Clay. Oh. Is he. Oh! Is Little Miss Muffet sat on a tuffet. I can't pay my stone loan. Oh! Oh! I gonna, need the money. Oh! We're going to hear him shouting over architects. From a different uh, stage. That makes me sad. Don't that say that. That makes me so sad. No. It's, it's very possible. Let's be honest. Yeah. Oh. Day three. Foo yeah. Fighters, duh. Yes, 100%. Duh. That's I, saw, I just saw them live last year at Welcome to Rockville. They were so much fun. Yeah. You got to catch Foo Fighters when they're uh -huh. in town. Simple as uh, that. I've seen Bring Me the Horizon before. They're really good. Too. They, oh, yeah, they, they they put on a wonderful live show. And I, I've I actually heard like they are playing a lot of their newer stuff, but the newer stuff fun live is what i'm hearing um yeah. it is i i heard a couple of their new songs live when i saw them last year and oh. they played well they played be let me yeah. say this they played less overproduced than they did on the album okay that nice. that makes me nice. feel better about it too that's an improvement for sure yeah i'm a little concerned to see that joan jet is still playing 
I am too, but she's been playing, she's been doing the festival scene for a while now. She doesn't allow photographers. She just like does her thing. And you know what? That's fine. I don't know how it's going to turn out though. Mm. She's got to be getting pretty up there, isn't she? I want to say 60s. Yeah. That's not terrible. If she, as yeah. long as she's still able to move around and stuff. Hey, if Ozzy can do it at 70, you know what? True. I mean, yeah, touche. Right. Touche. But didn't Ozzy yeah. say he was going to retire soon? Oh, Ozzy always says that. 10 years ago. 10 years ago. Yes, he did say uh, that 10 years ago. Ozzy is Ozzy's retirements are like pro wrestling retirements. They don't yeah, actually they don't happen. <laughs> now I remember Crash, you got a little bit more into Chevelle recently. So I I did. Yep, their they're, late they're... their newer stuff has actually yeah. been surprisingly good. It feel for those of we were lamenting so hard about the Tool album earlier in the episode. Uh, the new Chevelle stuff almost kind of sort of fills the Tool void. They are making very toolish you know kind of heavy yeah like very sort of out they also there have a new album coming out too this year <laughs> yes, too they do. yes and they do like, i'm in the same boat as crash i've seen chevelle live several times they're great they sound great yeah mm-hmm. that, that's the thing they're, they're one of those bands where if you've only heard like the red or send the pain below you might yeah. write them off but like listen they're, to the new stuff yeah listen to the new stuff they've they've been staying active and they they got good is yep. they ha- they definitely they definitely had a glow up this band. <laughs> that's a, that's an interesting way to describe Chevelle. Yeah, Chevelle, no, Chevelle yeah. totally had a glow up. They did. I would also like to point out, sorry to interrupt. Chevelle is going on a big uh, amphitheater tour this year with Crash's favorite band, Breaking Benjamin. Okay, let's continue now <laughs> with Sonic Temple. Um, the Hives. I'm, I'm surprised I'm they're down. coming back. I'm down. Yeah, to, I'm, I'm down to check it out. I yeah, just I just think it's inter- I just think it's interesting they're coming back like this. I mean, it's always a little bit surprised. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I mean, I won't complain. Hey, I love the hell out of hate to. I'll be my, I'll be in the pit. (laughs) I'm not familiar Um, with the distillers. Oh, I remember. Oh yeah. Yeah. The female lead singer. She like, she sounds great. I think that's their big comeback too. Yeah. This is a Brody Dale. Uh, like they, they were big in like the early two thousands punk scene. Yeah. They had a big, like huge boom, like of, popularity like really fast and then the band broke up Oof. yeah that's yeah. everything and, and yeah their story there's and it's it's a kind of a tragic story because it was label bullshit and yep. relationship oh. bullshit and all kinds of stuff that wasn't her in the band's fault and she's got a raw natural gritty voice too that's a lot oh, of fun yeah. she's great so that's one that you do want to check out to see for like just the yeah. novelty of seeing this band again that'll okay. be a, that'll be a great one to catch i think you know like i yeah. say i don't know how long we're gonna have with us necessarily so this is definitely one again. yep agree all right scars on broadway i don't know this man i do not uh, either they are actually um nah darren from actually mark you won't like this because darren from system of a down this is Ooh. his side project um it's well some people really like them but uh <laughs> from what i've heard it's just it's kind of meandering. It's kind of boring. It sounds very 2004, kind of post grunge ish mm. rock. Um, well, there's, like an say, there's, a, there's an audience for it. There's an audience for it. And it's not terrible for what it is, but I'm definitely not going to be singing. I- I'm not the guy to be up here singing a lot of their praises necessarily. Um, <laughs> if, you know, if, you know, if, if the struts or refused is playing during that set, I'll probably be over at that tent. Oh, I'm going to be at the struts regardless because yeah. um, the struts are on a hot streak right now, which I'm really excited about. 
Yep. And and this is just the the possible hope that mm. if they get Kesha to come up. Oh, really? If, oh. if they're I looking mean, for a surprise. Sonic's, yeah, Sonic Temple is the biggest rock festival in the mm-hmm. States. Like that mm-hmm. DWB puts on every year, like formerly Rock of the Range. So if there's a surprise, like a festival for surprises, this is the one. And mm-hmm. I can see her doing it. She's in between albums. She's just coming off the whole cruise thing, which she did. She's yep. got a song with the struts, and she has a couple rock songs of her own to play a set. I see it's possible. I'd be, I'd be down see, for that. Yeah, I'd, I'd be down in a half for that personally. Yeah, because I've seen Kesha live, and she's fantastic. That's oh, what yeah. I've heard. Yeah. yeah. So I'm down to see the struts mm-hmm. anyway because I've never seen them live, and I want to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, refused. Refu- see, refused is really, really banger. I. Love- Refused. They. I've only, yeah. Go ahead. I I don't even know how I would describe refused <laughs> to, to, to anyone. To I've only heard like one or two songs, and that's very um a while ago. So I can't really put they're my punk, sense right? In. Like hardcore yeah. punk. They're Hard, more hardcore. They're punk, but they're very eclectic. They integrate tons of like thrash and like lots of uh, like like sort of african rhythms they're a punk band that'll throw absolutely anything into the soup but they'll somehow still make it work they like their last handful of albums were absolutely transcendent refused is definitely a band to catch if you can i'm almost surprised they're as low as they are on this particular lineup but i I also get they're not like i mean they're They're not like foo fighters they're not they're not like in a they're one. They're definitely an underground band, but they're an underground band that fucking. Rules. I will definitely catch refused, whatever stage. I, if, if Kesha shows up during the struts is set, I might have to just run over really quick and catch the last few minutes of it. But <laughs> sometimes yeah. that happens too. And they put out yeah. the, the band schedule, the stage schedule, about uh, three weeks or so before the actual mm. festival. Mm. I, I will vouch for refused, though. That is a show worth catching. I yeah. don't know the interrupters. I do. The, the yeah, the interrupters are ska punk, I believe. Right? Yep, they're yeah. actually pretty good. They got a song called yeah. Kerosene. Um, that's mm. that was all over radio. I think they're touring that's with right. um maybe Newfound Glory. I don't remember who they're touring with, but they're touring mm. with someone right now. Yeah. And yeah, they're a, they're a fun band. Like they're more, they're definitely more ska punk. Yeah, they're, they're, I'm not gonna be. I, I've been in skag pits before. I'm not sure I want to get in one of those again. I'm too. We old could for stand that. from the. We could Dude. stand in the back. Oh. We could stand in the back. We don't have to be around all of it. That's just, Mark, Mark, I have to. Can you skank? I yes. have to see you skank if you can skank. Oh yeah, we need. That. I need that for video because I'm going to be yeah, making we, like a video. We need footage of you skanking, dude. Yeah, that's going to have to happen. <laughs> no, I remember going to the old Scarlet show like a decade ago, and I, I was able to. So uh, okay. Um, Palais Royale. I know them. They're fashion rock, is how they're described. They were aftershocks yeah. a year and a half ago. Um, they have one good song, new song. I don't remember the name of it, but that's all. I can really vouch for. Um, I'm not thrilled. Like I'm not over the top with them, but I don't hate them. They're just uh, kind of there. I'm I'm about the same there. Yeah. yeah, I mean they they describe they're called fashion rock. So whatever your opinion of that term is going to be is about what you're going to get out of that show. So oh, yeah. would you consider like Adam Ants like fashion rock? Uh, it's weird because Pally Royale like describes fashion rock. They play like the live Victoria's Secret fall season collection live uh, performances and stuff like that. They actually oh, do oh. fashion live uh, yeah. clothing shows. See, yeah. So, That's weird. It's part yeah. of the gimmick. It's part of the gimmick. On the flip side, I'm going to the Glorious Sons and I'm taking everyone with me. Nice. Oh, okay. I've, hey, I've seen them live. I want to interview them. So that's one no, band I want to talk to. No, that's I'm, a band. I, I've been a fan of these guys since 2014. 
Um, they had a song called Heavy that made, was my yeah, favorite song I of like, that song. Great song. They're yep. more in the post-grungy. They're post-grunge, but they're a little bit more aggressive with it. Yeah. Oh. They're, they're a lot of fun. They have the new song, Sawed Off Shotgun, that was really did really well this past year. Mm-hmm. Yep. Say, I am unfam- I'm unfamiliar with them, so this will be an experience. Uh, Black Pistol Fire? I don't know that. I don't Doesn't know ring a bell. No. Um... I guess the last line there, the one that I keep hearing things about the Scar Lord. Mm, I've never heard of them. I hear a lot of things about Teenage Wrist personally, but I haven't heard them myself either. I'm the same um, with Teenage Wrist. I know the name, but I don't know the actual music. So, yeah. Apparently, there's a, new Scar- I, there's a Scar Lord album. I want to say it's dropping not this upcoming week, but the week after. Um, I ke- I got a lot of requests to cover them last year when they put out a project. Hmm. I'm curious about them. I don't know what I, I don't know what I'm getting into with them, but of course we have to end it all properly <laughs> with Pauly Shore. Oh yeah. dear! No, I'm I, gonna uh, I, I'm gonna get that motherfucker to sign my Biodome DVD. It'll be the best show ever. You have a bi- they put Biodome <laughs> on DVD. <laughs> they shouldn't have, but they did. <laughs> they they did on 4K. On 4K, <laughs> yeah, that's on 4K Ultra. Because, oh my gosh! Hey, you know um, what? If he like he does a stand-up career, if he's doing fine with it, God bless him. I don't know how he fits with the rest of the people that's doing the stand-up stuff, but hey, you know what? <laughs> um, I'm not gonna miss a good band or interview or photo op, like chance to photograph a band. But if for some reason everyone else wants to go, and we're not <laughs> hungry, we don't get to the, go to the food trucks, and there's no other bands playing. And I don't have to interview we'll anyone. Mush- we'll give you mushrooms. You can tra- you can like bliss out like comfortably <laughs> on the grass. I'm not going to Scott Stapp in front of Paulie Shore. That doesn't sound like a good trip <laughs> at all. In front of Pauly Shore. We're talking about outside the venue. I'm a <laughs> well. First of yeah, okay. First of all, it's at the MLS Park, so it's not going to be grass. It'll like they have like rubber matting over it. Okay, so you'll you'll bliss out on the AstroTurf then. There you go. Yeah. Also, I'm allergic to grass pretty bad. So you'd have the fun game of you'd have to leave early for just to cancel Disturbed to take Luke to the hospital. Oof. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I mean, our friend's sick. We have to go. <laughs> actually, if anything, that let's. I mean, okay, that's that's our reason to bail. Like, yeah. <laughs> like if, if we need if we need an excuse, we'll just pu- if we need an excuse, we'll push you into into a clearing, and then. <laughs> It's good to have friends. It's good to have friends. <laughs> yeah, that's what yeah. we're here for. Anyway, but like we talk about Sonic Temple, this is a solid three days. I oh, mean, absolutely. Even, even though we talk about some bands we're not as excited for, there are band, there are many bands every day that we are over the moon about. And I'll like, be honest, there's acts on this list I'm just curious about. <laughs> right, Same exactly. Here. Same here. Lots of stuff I've been meaning to catch but haven't gotten around to. So, And what's yeah. cool, too, there's so much to do. I mean, they have all the... Every merch stand and thing you can imagine, the big Ferris wheel, they have all tons of other stuff, like all the vendors. There's a lot going on. So, yeah, overall, this is an this is a very well stuffed lineup. You know, I've I have it's it. This would be a very hard to top. It, it's hard for me to think of too many other acts I'd want to see necessarily reasonably you know at least right. it, it, yeah it, I, I got you like, like if tool could play all three nights i'd be down for that but they played last year so oh did they oh they wow. were, yeah they were at rock on the range last year so yeah oh nice they're playing welcome to rockville this year the one the festival i'm going to in florida two weeks prior so ah. i'm really hopeful to see that i'm hoping i'm yeah. hoping to shoot it so mm, that's the oh, thing yeah. 
to catch that to see the rare unicorn Maynard came James Keenan actually in lights and not hiding and get a photograph of him. <laughs> anyway, so, that has been, this has been a great discussion. Um, I'm glad we were able to talk about specifically to end everything out on, because if you're there, if we all get to go, we're going to let everyone know John also too from ARTV, Hannah from infinity on Hannah. If yes. we all get to go, we're all going to be together. We'll be doing a lot of different stuff together too. Yeah. Um, that's I like, we're, we're trying to figure things out with tickets and travel and stuff like that. But we still got time. Hopefully yeah. it all works out. Um, guys, thank you again for really coming on here. Please plug what you have coming up on your YouTube channels and plug your own channels as well. Mark, go ahead. Sure. Um, the, I don't have any reviews coming tonight, but probably tomorrow night I've got the Shushu review. They're mm. an experimental noise rock thing. Um, <laughs> the most thing I will say about it is that the review is 16 minutes long uncut. Oof. Okay. Oh, wow. Um, I had a lot to say. Um, <laughs> that, could, that could either be a very good thing or very um, a lot of the stuff on my docket coming up recently is a lot of hip hop. So I got the Blue and Oh No project. I got the Little Sims project. Oh, I've yeah. got a recently a side project of Uncommon NASA that's coming out, and mm. one that we might know about, uh, the Karen O Danger Mouse collaboration. That's, oh, that's right. Crazy. Yeah, I forgot all about that. Yeah, that's totally a thing, isn't it? It's pretty much the only big album dropping next week. So yeah, I'm excited for that. Um, and one more thing that I'd like to promote. Um, Coming up in the next couple of weeks, I've got, let's just say the first of my, of a video essay format that I've been working on for the past little while. Hmm. Um, suffice to say, it's a bit of a different, it take my special comments that I used to do and pump them up on steroids. I'm going to be doing huh. some fun, I'm hmm. doing some fun stuff. Awesome. Interesting. Interesting. Very awesome. Crash, hmm. go ahead. What do you have coming up? I am actually work for, I am actually working to have. If not, I'm actually very close to finished. If it should either be out for patrons on Friday or Saturday, depending on when this podcast goes out, uh, it might already be out. But uh, I'm working on the newest episode of my series, I Love This Song, where I just talk on and on and go crazy in depth about one specific song that I really, really like. This episode is on Blues Traveler's Hook. Nice. Hey say it's a song that doesn't get a lot of love these days but definitely deserves more insight i i feel at least it's one of my favorite well like i say i love this song very so good i i spend about 40 minutes on it but <laughs> trust me well okay. I, yep i break it down pretty thoroughly here there when it comes to a song like hook it gives me a lot to say and to be fair awesome. and to be fair i'm not i'm not even covering every single thing i could be covering so, I'd rather hear you talk I, like for that long about a good song and that you're happy about than have to spend 40 minutes on AJR. Oh, dude, me too. Oh, me so, too. That's, there you go. Yeah, no, no, that's. See, I have your guys' back. Why are you trying to push me in the grass to get out of Disturbed? <laughs> yeah. It's for your own good. Oh, yeah. oh is it now? See, my yes. own, my own good. Okay, got Luke, it. Luke, it toughens character. Yeah. Oh, it'll, <laughs> I'll have. I'll be throwing up character all over the place at that. <laughs> Uh, so so yeah. everyone's aware um either this sunday or monday i will have the top 10 best comedy bands video coming out this mm. is a list yeah. that is going to have all your favorites on there however the number one might surprise you so stay tuned for that i also have some album reviews coming out uh next week i will have the new album review on devin townsend's album empath nice um, i didn't think that was dropping until the 29th 
That's right, the 29th, the next weekend. Sorry, excuse okay. me. So I uh, have, yeah. I, I'll make the review, but it'll come out the 29th. I also have Periphery's new album, uh, Hail Stan, which is Periphery 5. That'll be coming out the following week, which is a great title, by the way, Hail Stan. Yeah. That's a very so, periphery title. Exactly. Yeah. So those will be the two album reviews I have coming out, along with uh, top 10 best comedy bands. I also will be bringing back Billboard Gets Rocked at a quarterly basis, <laughs> meaning I'm going to do it every three months. So that way I always have new songs to talk about on the top 10 best Billboard mainstream rock songs instead of doing it every month. And I have to keep talking about Godsmack, Bulletproof, every month for a year. No more ah. of that. <laughs> Oof. No more. You, you poor soul. It got old. It, it wore me down. It wore me down. But at the you same, you were only doing that series once. A, like once every, well, I want to say a couple at weeks. The end, every month, I did it like the first week of every month. So like I would cap it off saying these are the top ten songs on Billboard's mm. Main Street Rock chart at the end of March, at the end of April, at the end of May. So that way, I'd have something for refreshing, enough changes. But after a while, it just got old, and the views were stagnating. I want to bring it back though to see if I can do it every quarter. So that way, I have new songs to talk about every time. See, you say that, but you know that the Godsmack's going to last for like six months at a time. Okay, I don't think there are any more new Godsmack songs outside of this last one to come from this album. And I think that should last long enough. So, you know what? Um, new Baroness, and I can, I'll trade Baroness and do Billboard Gets Rocked so long as I don't have to talk about Bulletproof again. There you go. That song <laughs> is embedded in my cerebellum forever. That, that and I don't even it. hate Godsmack. And that song just drove me up the wall. I don't, I don't know. That's just me. So anyway, thank you guys again. You can find their YouTube channels in the descriptions below. Spectrum Pulse, The Rock Critic. My name's Luke Spencer. Thank you for listening. Don't throw a hissy fit like Aaron Lewis. Ah. Uh.